0: Welcome to California School News Radio. Here are your hosts, Kevin Osmus and Drew Schlossberg.
1: Good day to you. This is California School News Radio, the voice of education in California. Welcome to the program. Every week we bring you newsmakers from the world of education to discuss what's going right in our schools from the perspective of administrators, teachers, parents, and community members. I am Kevin Osmus from VMA Communications, and with me as always is my partner, Drew Schlossberg. How are you doing today, Drew?
0: Doing just fine. Really looking forward to this interview as well.
1: This is a good one too. Beautiful day and a wonderful guest talking about entrepreneurship. It's not just a tricky word to say or to spell. In many ways, it's the epitome of the American dream, taking an idea or innovation and turning it not into just any business, uh, but your business, providing an essential service for the community and most importantly, in providing for your family. And it's fair to say that most people would love to be their own boss, but it's not easy. And this past summer, Rio Hondo College held their second annual Entrepreneur Camp Rio, a comprehensive two-week course for high school students created in partnership with Rio Hondo's business division and the Network for Teaching Entrepreneurship to inspire the next generation of Business tycoons, and with us today is Rio Hondo College professor and entrepreneurship camp Rio coordinator Ivan Leone. Welcome to Calvin California School News Radio. To you, Ivan.
2: Oh, thank you for having me. Very much appreciated.
1: Well, there's so many cool things about the camp, including a, a business innovation. Competition where students uh, win cash prizes at the end. Tell us a little bit about how the camp started and why it's so important for the Rio Hondo College community.
2: Well, it, you know, it's very important. Uh, you know, from the perspective, obviously, this was high school students, and it gave them an opportunity to present, uh, you know, anything that they had already in terms of the innovation and and put it to work uh, and. And I think it gave them a good opportunity to do that and also compete in a, in a type of like shark tank environment uh, where they're presenting it, obviously, uh, you know, and obviously the curriculum, of course, uh, prepared them for that, obviously with the presentation formats. Uh, You know, obviously it was finding a problem and then executing that problem into a real world solution, which would equate to their business uh, idea.
1: And so you did this in 2019. Last year, the pandemic kind of scotched it. You brought it back for 2021. About how many students did you have uh, participating this year online? I guess it was Uh, online this year, correct?
2: Correct. It was online. Very convenient, of course, you know. When, um, but uh, yeah, we had actually a lot of applicants. We had about a, over 150 applicants, so we were very excited about that, about the enthusiasm uh, and the potential participation. But in the end, we ended up with around 40 to 50 students actually participating.
0: Are they all um, incoming seniors? Or are they just? It you know, could be any grade level coming into the fall.
2: The focus was uh, high school students, uh, and. And they could have been ninth graders all the way up to 12th graders.
0: Um, so, uh,
2: yeah, so it was it was it was focused. The target was high school students.
0: Right. And there, was there anything given to them? You know, you're going to be going through this, uh, you know, entrepreneur camp Rio. Um, but to prepare you for it, you need to read this manual, these books. There's the activities where there's any sort of pre-teaching ahead of it.
2: Not at all. Not at all. I mean, we screened the applications is what we did. Uh, But luckily, fortunately, all the applicants had the opportunity to participate, fortunately. Uh, And and I was happy about that. Uh, But obviously, you know, as by the time that we reviewed the applications and all that, you know, uh, students plans come up, vacations come up. But I was I was very happy to see that all students had the opportunity to participate that applied. Well,
0: that's right. How long is the camp?
2: the campus for two weeks and uh like i said uh you know to give up two weeks of summer i, I don't know about, about both of you but that that's a lot uh, i remember my summers were very precious uh, so to give up two two weeks of that to invest their time into into this program was was my hats off to, to the students
0: well hats off to you too to having a motivating uh, course and then of course if they are an opportunity to actually win some uh monetary awards or what they're doing, that would be a nice uh, incentive uh, as well. Kevin, all yours?
1: Starting your own business. And I I have a little bit of history with this because it happened in my family uh, about the time that I was a senior in high school. My parents had created their own business and I saw both the benefits and the pitfalls because it was a business that started off very well, very small uh, when they managed to be able to expand their client base by a significant amount. It turned out to be too much. And uh, they, I don't know if they had a business plan, but unfortunately there was like too much business and they finally had to give away, give back a lot of that business. What do you talk about when, when you have these students uh, and I'm, I'm wondering, do they, are they approaching it as like a, a business that they themselves will run and they will be the only employee or are they looking to perhaps open uh an auto shop or or you know uh, a print shop or or something like that some type of business where they'd have to hire employees and hire an accountant and all that kind of thing
2: yeah and that's uh, one of the topics of discussion actually uh i mean to grow you need to you can't do it all yourself um to grow you need to hire employees if you're going to grow, if you maintain it on your own, it's possible, obviously, a lot of a lot of uh, entrepreneurs have done it. Uh, but obviously, the growth level is not going to be there. Um, so that's one thing that we definitely discuss in terms of growth. Uh, you need to expand and have more employees. Um, I mean, look at Amazon. You know, Amazon, Jeff Bezos started his business plan and started off with a few employees uh, just selling electronic books online. And look at now. I mean, the behemoth of the company it is today. Uh, it's, it's, it's outstanding, you know, it's astounding. Uh, so it just, it depends on the entrepreneur and how, how, how big they want to get in terms of size and employees.
1: And some of these kids, they some of them came in looking to create their ideas. Others came in that had their own ideas already and were just looking yeah. to expand them. So what what's the difference? How do you handle each type of student there and and their dreams?
2: Yeah, it was really neat to to hear it, to be, you know, to tell you. I mean, I I really enjoy uh e- either way, whether I talk to this class or I really enjoy talking to entrepreneurs and, and I'm fortunate to be around some entrepreneurs. My sister's an entrepreneur, uh, I myself am an, am an entrepreneur. So for me, I'm just learning. And I'm actually learning from these these students. I mean, they're only in high school and I've learned from them too as much as they've learned from me too. I've learned from them too. Hearing their ideas um i mean it, it was just fantastic and, and yeah some of them i think they want to execute it in the future but you know my thing is is that whether they do or they don't i mean for them to just think about it uh, i think it was it was a, was a good feat to have that
0: uh in their back pocket at some point
1: drew you ever you have any experience in this drew? do you ever start your own business
0: um i actually have uh three businesses um certainly <laughs> so uh that's right. so uh I, I know it all too well and uh you know, it's a lot of fun to uh, be your own boss and then you look in the mirror and you get mad at your boss um, and say, uh, well, that was a dumbass decision you did, if I could say that on uh, radio here. But the thing it's interesting, Ivan, uh, on this, um, you know, are you bringing in some of the people that started their own businesses um, just to give some advice to the kids or their sort of guest speakers?
2: You know what? We were able to have guest speakers in 2019. Um, you know, I served as a coordinator. My role was coordinator in 2019. In 2021, obviously this year, I was both coordinator and instructor. Uh, and unfortunately, we weren't able to. It was very difficult to coordinate that uh, because of the online uh, perspective. Um, so I I did the best I could. So what I did is I showed them some videos of some uh, you know top notch entrepreneurs. Uh, which includes Steve Jobs, Elon Musk, I showed them some videos and, and the videos really depicted that it's not easy. You know, it's not easy to start a business. It takes a lot of work. And of course, as you know, Drew, I mean, you, you're you an entrepreneur yourself. And, and I mean, you know, the reliance on corporation, corporate America uh, is very, is obviously very, it's not like it used to be in the sixties and seventies. We would start a job and be there for 50 years. And, and that's right. And, and and retire with a gold watch and you know, a clock. Uh, those days are pretty much uh done. Uh and of course, you know, the retirements are, are not there anymore for these corporations. They're not providing, except for the 401k self-funded by employees, but they're not providing those pensions anymore. So times have changed and current generations, um, they want that flexibility. And and I, and ironically, I asked that question to my students because we're on the topic. I asked the students today in my class, I said, how many of you want flexibility? How many of you do not want flexibility? How many of you want to work eight to five Monday through Friday? Not one of them raised their hand. And I said, it's okay if you do. It's okay if you do, but not one of them raised their hand. And that tells me that the generations, that these new generations are obviously going to obviously be the future Of our of of America, uh, they want that flexibility.
0: You know, and to that point, Ivan, I think it's interesting. Kevin and I chat about this, uh, you know, quite often uh, during the pandemic. Is that a lot of businesses obviously had to pivot? The I guess the word that's always associated with the pandemic, and they go, you know what? (laughs) We learned something during this pandemic. Um, I like this strategy. The thing that it forces you to do, and you know, this is an entrepreneur. Um, man, I learned some things about my business that I didn't know about, and I'm going to continue doing those things. And I think that's one of the things that we've learned, um, us entrepreneur types at least, is that, why wasn't I doing this before? You know, and, uh, you know, and, and talk about that. And one comment before I toss it over to, to you know, Kevin is, um, and you're an entrepreneur, of course, is, you know, and whether you're an entrepreneur or not, um, you cannot be afraid to fail. You absolutely can't be afraid to fail. And, uh, you know, how much of that do you emphasize in your uh, in your course, in your camp? Uh,
2: oh, yeah, we talked about uh, that. Uh, we we didn't call it failure. Uh, you know, obviously the connotation. <laughs> right. Uh, we called it learning as you know, we call it we're learning. We're, we're going to go out there and persevere and we're going to keep at it and trying because that's why a lot of businesses fail, actually, because they don't persevere. Uh, you have to persevere. Mm-hmm. Obviously, there's a lot of other factors, of course, besides that as well. But but perseverance is definitely one of them, uh, for sure, in in success, in having a successful uh, business.
1: I just recently, in the last couple of weeks, uh, became aware of an entrepreneur, uh, started at nine years old. Her, her name is Michaela Ulmer, and, and she is uh, someone that got stung by bees a couple of times and got to talking to her parents. And her parents sort of uh, said, well, the ways that bees work, uh, this and that, she ended up starting her own lemonade stand. And now it is her own lemonade business. A couple of years after she started it, she went on to Shark Tank. Uh, She won the big prize. They invested in her company and now it's going leaps and bounds. It's in whole food markets. it's It's in all across America. She's 17 years old and she's still in high school right now. And that just proves that Anybody can do it. The, the The sky is the limit for students that are coming in and, and wanting to start their own businesses. I mean, when you look at that story, it really, truly proves that anyone can can do this and be successful or not. But in in Michaela's case, very successful.
0: Yeah. You, you know, Ivan, you, know, you hit something that was so important. Um, talk about perseverance. And, you know, that obviously is uh, when you get older, you have to be persevered. But maybe when you're younger. Um, it's a little bit of a tough, you know, nut to understand. Um, but it takes a coach like you, or a mentor like you, or the people you bring in, just to let them know, um, hey, that is okay. This thing didn't turn out right. You just can't throw your hands up and walk away. You know, uh, uh, how much time do you spend? And in this crazy world we have, when we don't seem to have any time to reflect, and I think one of the com- the challenges is when you have a business is Good. Let me just take a uh, couple hours to uh, reflect on what I did. And you go, a couple hours? I'm like, I have two minutes before I go to the next thing, right? But talk about how important reflection is to take a step back when you have it observe what you've done
2: yeah you know and, and you're right drew i mean my gosh all of us are busy right all of us have our constant uh non-stop on the go. and you know for me personally i reflect uh i think at night when i'm about to go to bed i start reflecting when i'm driving right california traffic <laughs> i i start reflecting and, and you're right. I mean, sometimes we're just so busy. We don't have time to reflect and that that's, unfortunately, that's just the way it is. Um, we have to go to work. we got meetings, we got zoom meetings, we got class, we have, you know, so it's, it's, that is a tough part, but uh, reflecting and doing some soul searching. I think I've done it when I'm driving and or going to sleep, I try to reflect.
0: And let me ask you this. How much do you have the kids do pre, uh, peer review on whatever projects we do? Um, you know, uh, entrepreneurs, we love to have feedback from people. We got to take the good with the bad and all that business. But uh, how much do the peers review? Is it kids that are in camp and they're working on projects and all that?
2: Their feedback. Oh, yeah. No, I prep them because, uh, you know, they come in. We had, fortunately, you know, with the partnership with Nifty and, and actually, right. we had some coaches and the staff of the business division help us out as well. Um, and, and we gave feedback to the students on their presentation, our recommendations. And I told the students, be prepared. It's only gonna make it better. It's only gonna make it better. And, 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 and not only in this class, in all my classes, I encourage my students, give me feedback. It's gonna make the class better. Uh, trust me, Open. I have an open door policy. So I let the students know, be careful. You're gonna have a lot of iterations of your presentations, a lot of recommendations. Just listen to it and take on what you feel is the best, because you're going to get a lot of recommendations. Uh, and a lot of it is going to be very, very good.
1: Ivan, let's talk a little bit about Nifty uh, and, 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 their, and their role in this. Uh, is this, an, is this, is this a, a group that you are a part of, or how, how long have they been in business, and, and what are they doing uh, specifically with Rio Hondo College, and then kind of in a broader way throughout the United States?
2: Oh, they're they're uh, I believe internationally renowned, and I know for sure within the the United States they definitely are. Uh, they have a very good business model, uh, and we're just in partnership. That's the only thing that we have. We just we just have a partnership relationship because they help us out. Uh, you know they have the clout. Obviously the name is very well known, and for us, uh, you know I actually took a training. Uh, a nifty training uh, to be an instructor in this camp uh, and I thought it, that was very helpful and the staff there is really really good and and they actually make like I said it gives this entrepreneurial camp a more clout uh, and they have the expertise in terms of the coordination uh, the you know the prize money the the, the nuances that the details that you know n- none of us at Real Hondo had that have that expertise because they do it all the time. You know they, they they have competitions everywhere, so they have that expertise there. Uh, so that actually definitely helped us out uh, in the execution and coordination of the program.
1: And let's talk a little bit about some of these projects. What were the what were the top projects? Like, what kind of range of ideas the kids come up with? And then talk a little bit about the the some of the winning projects because they were very good.
2: Oh, man. Yeah, it was. I was just uh, I'm telling you, I I wanted to write all I mean, write them all down. And I'm thinking, hey, maybe I could execute one of these for myself Uh, because they were that good. I mean, the 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 creativity uh and the thought process of these students was 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 astounding uh and i mean we had one gentleman um he was um my gosh i can't remember his nationality um but his nationality he's like i want to do a netflix for because there's not enough content for my my you know from my country people um uh, and he wanted to set up a netflix for that country and i can't remember what country it was and I was like, that's a that's a great idea. I mean, obviously, he knows the content that's available for that for that target market. So, you know, that was one of them. I think the winner was going to set up a boba uh, store, uh, but more like a museum type of boba store. So, man, these ideas were just, uh, I mean, really, really good. And you know, being part of this competition for me was an honor. So, I've been a part of it for two years now. From the real Honda perspective, it's been great. It's been very lots of fun. But we had that, and then we had another gentleman, another student, I should say, that his father has uh, uh, needs a kidney, and he actually came up with a uh, he he developed a de- I mean I don't he didn't literally develop it, but his thought process was to develop a kidney dialysis machine, a portable one, um, and I believe there is a competition there. But I mean that to me was uh, was was very creative, um, and I think he won second. Prize, and then another one was for -for not-for-profit helping, helping the underprivileged. So you know, a lot of really good ideas and thought process, and 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 the students got very competitive. um, And they were upset that they lost. I mean, they, they (laughs) you know, they graciously lost. But some of them were a little upset, and and that's okay, you know, the, the competitive side. But they were gracious about it. Uh, but they were competitive. They're like, my God, you know, like they they wanted to win. They wanted to win, which is good. They should want to win. That's good. You get those competitive juices flowing. It's uh, healthy, healthy Healthy competitive. But you know, also you know, and they were gracious in defeat.
1: And I and I think it, it owes a lot to the current climate of, of uh, shows like shark tanker, top chef. I know that I've I personally watched a, a school district conduct a culinary arts uh, competition among their own high schools in the, in the district. And it was very competitive. And, and these kids really wanted to win. And, you know, Ivan, we talked about this a little bit, culinary arts, everybody wants to open up a restaurant. And we know that is probably the hardest one to to pull off. Uh, how many of your kids were kind of interested in, in doing something in the food services we
2: had yeah and and it's it's yeah it's funny you mentioned that because out of the 150 applicants I'm telling you at least and I didn't actually count this but we had a lot because I was part of the review process uh I would say we had at least over 50% that were looking to open a restaurant and, uh, you know, obviously, I, that's a business I know, I know nothing of, but I know that obviously on the food itself, there's usually a small profit margin that I do know. Uh, and I know that restaurants make more money off the drinks, you know, the fountain drinks. Uh, but yeah, no, a lot of students are interested that we saw in, in the culinary area.
1: And so you have application process and only a, a certain percentage of the kids get into the camp Then, do they?
2: Right. That was the, the, the thought. Yeah, that was the, the at first. Uh, that was our mentality. We're going to offer it to this many students. But then we had some fall off. Uh, and I think because, of course, you know, the time frame, the lead time between by the time they applied, because I was getting a lot of emails. Hey, what are you going to tell us? Um, And by the time we told them, some students, you know, the families, obviously they made plans. So we had some fallout there and then some had to go to school earlier because it was at the tail end of summer. Uh, And so so then, like I said, at the end, all students were offered uh, a seat uh, at the at the entrepreneurship camp. And I was happy about that because, I mean, we want all of them to participate, you know, so it was good to see that they all had that opportunity
1: well, it's it's summer and and maybe some of them decided they you know wanted to be surfer entrepreneurs right. or something like that right. or right. boaters like drew uh, yeah. is, is a you know uh,
0: yeah, well, I do have a boat, that's true. Hey, uh, Ivan question for you, how much do you emphasize teamwork, which might seem odd with entrepreneurs because you want to be competitive, but um, listen, did anybody team up to come up with their own project and they wanted to own their own company with two people? or they all were individual entrepreneurs?
2: And, and that's a great question. Yeah, you know, we luck, you know, we were we were fortunate to give them that opportunity. You know, and, and a lot of them, some of the, some of the students knew each other, not all of them, but some of them, a good handful knew each other. So some of them decided to do it in a group environment. And actually, of the top three, one of them was in a group. One of them was in a group. And that was the, the group that did a not-for-profit uh, organization to help the underprivileged. Uh, so so yeah we had some and then there was other groups too that were in a team environment but unfortunately they didn't make the, the final the final stage
0: you know you brought up something that's um, near and dear to my heart I've been honored to serve on a, a whole bunch of nonprofit boards and it, it, some people don't look at nonprofits as being entrepreneurial and they probably got to be as more entrepreneurial than anybody for God's sake because they're dealing with a uh, short staff and lack of uh, resources and I'm so glad to hear that the, the people that worked as sort of as a team was on the nonprofit side of that Um, and there's so many opportunities in that world as well I imagine did uh, you discuss that quite a bit with the students
2: we didn't really talk much about not-for-profit but we did talk about how they can do a Um, not-for-profit they can enable it yeah unfortunately we didn't really get too detailed in the discussion of not-for-profit but obviously since you've been involved in a lot not-for-profit obviously it's a lot of work to start the not-for-profit a lot of paperwork a lot of red tape it's worth it though but i'm saying it is a lot of work to start it to to commence it
0: yeah you know and what's nice about it is you are obviously doing something good for society yes. do that right and yes. two um and that's the thing about you know these entrepreneurs um you know giving back is just so uh, important in that aspect and you know, those who are very, very successful get to give back quite a bit. And I think that's not lost on uh, anyone. Uh, You agree with that, Kevin?
1: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Ivan, I'm a little interested in your side hustle. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, we gave a few we're getting a little bit toward the end of the program here. And uh let's talk about you for a just a, a short business. Uh you, you know, you you have a side hustle. What is it? What what can we get from you?
2: Yeah, my side hustle, I actually sell on online platforms. That's the main my main side hustle. I sell on online platforms uh and I sell products uh Mainly electronics. I've always loved electronics. It's always something that's fascinated me, you know, high tech. Uh, And I also give, uh, I still have customers from years ago. I used to give local technical support on you know, setting up a router, uh, setting up the modem, setting up my TV. So I still do that for a few people. I don't do it too much as much as I used to because it's, you know, it's tough uh, in terms of, you know, logistics. But uh, yeah, that's, those are a couple of side hustles there. And I've been fortunate uh, to purchase some homes and actually uh, have rental properties too. So that's another side hustle too. So I think I'm like, Drew, I try to have a lot of sources of revenue, which is a good thing. As we get older, it's good to have those, Uh, especially as we age, uh, and, uh, we keep busy, you know, we keep busy. So I've been fortunate to fall into that because right now, obviously to buy a home, my gosh, it's just too, it's too difficult, but you know, a a rental property that is, or even, even a a home for yourself, but it's, you sound
1: like a very, very busy person. Ivan. It sounds like you got, you know, when do you find time to sleep? That's right. (laughs)
2: Yeah, actually, right now, as soon as we're done here, I'm gonna eat, and then I'm gonna take a short, uh, 15 minute nap, and and yeah, I'm fortunate to be able to nap at, at any time. You know, that's the first. I have friends that are like I can't sleep during the day, so as soon as we're done here, I'm gonna have some food, and I'm gonna fall asleep for like 15, 20
0: minutes, and then and then, <laughs> then I'm gonna get up, and then I have class at 3:30.
2: Luckily, it's just- so,
0: so Ivan, don't give Kevin any ideas to fall asleep for 15 minutes right now, okay? So-
2: I have to put my alarm though because otherwise I won't wake up so I have to put my alarm
1: Uh, Ivan, uh, this has been a great uh, chance to talk to you. It's Entrepreneur Camp Rio. It's happened this last year, this last summer, 2021, uh, at Rio Hondo College. Just dozens and dozens of students learning the ropes, uh, learning how to plan for their business, winning a little money this time, but hopefully uh, going out and uh, with a little bit more confidence to pursue their dreams, certainly with a lot more knowledge. Uh, Thank you so much for coming on to the program, Drew, do you have any last uh, thoughts or wishes for our guests
0: today? Well, first of all, what a delight chatting with you. I just see the passion just oozes out of you. And you know, those kids pick up on that, which is important to you. And uh, I don't think there's anything better really giving these kids, you know, a light a fire underneath them and uh, give them some just um, some wonderful, you know, goals and desires that you too can be an entrepreneur. You know, the people started at any age. And I think what you're doing is terrific and, I'm sure you're looking at that day when you could say, I knew that student when, and now they're running a multi-zillion dollar company and they came through your uh, entrepreneur camp. Wouldn't that be something?
2: Oh, that would make me so happy and proud, you know, and, 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 and when and students credit me, I'm like, no, no, I didn't do anything. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, that would make me very proud because that's my job to give them that confidence and expose them to, to what they can possibly do.
0: Definitely. Uh, we, have, we certainly enjoyed this conversation, Kevin.
1: Yeah. And Ivan, I mean, I'm ready to sign up for one of your classes right now. I, <laughs> yeah, I might be there at 3.30. Knocking at the door. You, have to, you uh, have to apply. You
2: have to review the application. Then.
1: Okay. All right. Uh, I, I'm not going to pass. I'm not going to pass. Thank you so much, Ivan. Uh, best of luck moving forward. And, you know, next uh, summer when, when things get cranking up again, we want to get back with you and uh, maybe bring on a student or two.
2: Uh, and, and hear directly from the kids. Oh, thank you for having me out anytime. Uh, definitely, I'd love to be back
1: for sure. Oh, well, we will, we will definitely have you back. Thank you so much. Ivan Leone of Rio Hondo College. Uh, he's a coordinator of uh, Entrepreneur Camp Rio. And that'll do it for this edition of California School News Radio. I'd like to thank our guest, Ivan Leone, and also my co-host, Drew Schlossberg. Uh, I'd like to thank uh, Joseph Faber, the producer, and my engineer, Ad Santel, uh, putting out all the fires for me today. And uh, Andrew Landeros and Kelly Nguyen. Uh, also, uh, radio Mendoza and Blair Landry of VMA, the hardest working education team in communications. And as always, Val Martinez. Uh, We'll see you again next week with another great program. Uh, Talk to you then. Bye-bye.